All right. So if you have your Bibles, I want you to join me in Psalms. Psalms 139. I want you to hold your spots there. Psalms 139. Talk to you about our Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, our guide. Father, I just pray all these words on the page are nothing if you don't, if you don't lift them off the page and infuse me with your wisdom. And I refuse to be bound by a script. Let these notes just be a placeholder for what you want to say. Because there are words yet to be articulated that you have not spoken. But you will. So I yield my mind, my thoughts, my notes, everything to you right now, Holy Spirit, for a rhema word. In Jesus' name. I was on the phone this morning, I was telling the team, I was on my phone, uh, on the phone this morning talking to my mom, and uh, I had to ask her about a trip that we took. Uh, she reminded me there was somewhere back in 2004 that a few of my family met down in Atlanta, Georgia, where there was a conference. My youngest sister wasn't even married yet at the time, so it was my, my mom two of my younger sisters, a younger brother and I, and then um, some cousins and aunts that met us down there to take a trek back to where my mom was raised in Georgia. And so we went through, actually in Alabama, so we went through Georgia um, and, and on our way to Alabama. Prior to, prior to, to doing that though, um, we rented this car, a van, actually. And back in the day, everybody say back in the day. They had these brand new, newfangled things called navigation systems. They were, they were ancillary to the vehicle. I mean, everybody's got them now. You got them on your cell phones, right? But they didn't have them back on your cell phones back in the day. So, you, so, so I, we rented this van. We're in uncharted territory in an unfamiliar state with this newfangled gadget that we were unfamiliar with going to a place that my mom was uncertain really on how to get there, just had an address. So we're driving. Um, <laughs> gotta just be real. We're driving through Alabama and we passed by a series of rebel flags. And then we started passing through swampland on both sides. And a brother got a little nervous. <laughs> and the, the car got quiet. Because this navigation system that we had sounded very robotic like this. It's not like Siri. We have Siri and Google now, and it comes on. It's high. You can do like all these different voices. Now it was, it was just, then it was just this robotic voice. At the next intersection, turn left. And I'm, we're driving through this place, and we're like, what intersection? We can't see anything. And we're not familiar with this system. But sure enough, as we get close, a little further down the road, we see this intersection. 
And we were marveling because we hadn't, we, this is the first time we'd ever seen a GPS system. How does it know the coordinates? Where is this thing at? How is it pinpointing this, this single car on the road? We had all these questions about what this thing was all about. <laughs> but in the end, we were excited to have it because this GPS navigation system guided us right to my mom's cousin's house who she hadn't seen in probably 40 years. So it really came in handy. As I said earlier, today almost nearly every phone has built-in navigation systems. And they'll guide you right to your destination, often within just a couple of feet. Well, in much the same way, the Holy Spirit is our built-in navigation system for every single follower of Jesus Christ. He's our guidance system. And the thing about the Holy Spirit, he never needs to be recharged. You never have to worry about him dropping a call. You never have to worry about him getting his directions mixed up because he's omnipresent. He's everywhere at the same time. He's omnipotent. He's all-powerful. And he's omniscient. He's all-knowing. And his role, his role is to guide followers of Jesus Christ step by step on the path that God has for your life. Did you know that God has a predestined path for your life? Did you know that? And the role of the Holy Spirit, his role is to guide us along that path, way of life. And if you follow his lead, if you'll follow his guidance, every single thing that God has for you in terms of your destination and your destiny, you'll find it. You'll run right into it. Psalms 139, verses 1 through 16. You guys there? I think the psalmist talks about this. This is a psalm of David. He wrote it to the choir director. I believe David said, I want y'all to go ahead and, uh, and sing this song. I'll put it to words. Let it go down in the history of the scriptures. I'm going to read this to you out of the, the New Century Version. Here's what it says. Lord, you have examined me and you know all about me. You know when I sit down and when I get up. You know my thoughts before I think them. You know where I go and where I lie down. You know everything I do. Lord, even before I say a word, you already know it. Think about that. The Holy Spirit is omniscient and he's omnipresent. Before you can even say a word, he already knows what you're going to say. Before you can even think the thought, he's already thought the thought because he's well out in front of you. He knows everything. You're all around me in front and in back. You have put your hand on me. Your knowledge is amazing to me. It is more than I can understand. <laughs> Where can I go to get away from your spirit? Where can I run from you? If I go to the heavens, you are there. If I lie down in the grave, you are there. 
but rise with the sun in the east and settle in the west beyond the sea. Even there, you would guide me. Even there, you would guide me. With your right hand, you hold me. I could say the darkness would hide me. Let the light around me turn into night, but even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is as light as the day. Darkness and light are the same to you. You've made my whole being. You framed me, formed me in my mother's womb. I praise you because you've made me in an amazing and wonderful way. What you have done is wonderful. This I know well. Listen to this now. You saw my bones being formed as I took shape in my mother's body. When I was put together there, you saw my body as it was formed. Watch this now. And all the days planned for me was written in your book before I was one day old. God has a predestined, predetermined path that he's chosen for you and I before we were even formed in our mother's womb. And it is the role of the Holy Spirit to lead us into that destiny. You guys listen to me? So let's consider some truths about the guidance of the Holy Spirit. First thing is this. He wants to be our guide. He aches to be our guide. He longs to guide us, Matthew. He longs to come alongside us. It's not a task or a chore for him. Kathy, he desires to guide you into the things of God. He desires to do that. He takes pleasure in showing you all that God has in store for your life. Think about that. Here's the second thing. He will always honor the word of God when he's guiding you. Why don't you flip over to John, the gospel of John. I'm going to show you a couple things. John chapter 14. John chapter 14. Beginning at verse 24. Are you there? Give you just a minute. He will always honor the word of God. Listen to this. I still hear pages turning. John 14, beginning at verse 26. This is Jesus speaking. If anyone loves me, he will. Now watch, watch what, how Jesus says this and how many times. He will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words. And the words that you hear, the words that you hear, the word that you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. These things I have spoken to you while I'm still with you, but the helper, the paraclete, the one that is just like me, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I've said to you. One of the ways that the Holy Spirit guides us, 
one of the primary ways that he guides us family is through the word of God. That's the reason why it's so important for us to be familiar with Scripture. Everybody say familiar with Scripture. We have to be familiar with the, with the Word of God because the Word of God, listen, is the ultimate source that the Holy Spirit will use to give us wisdom. It is one of the ultimate sources that He will use to speak to us. He speaks to us through God's Word. That's why I remember a couple of weeks ago, when I brought Psalms chapter 1, the entire chapter, and I said that the psalmist was very clear that the way we get the Word of God on the inside of us is to meditate on it day and night, day and night. Commit it to memory because you never know when you're going to need it. As a matter of fact, I'd say this. I want to join Job in saying this. Job said this in Job chapter 23, verse 12. He says, I esteem the words of your mouth. I esteem the word of God more than my necessary food. More than the food that I eat, that I have to eat just to stay alive. I esteem your word in higher regard than that. And Paul tells us in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 17, he said, the word of God is the sword of the Spirit. It is one of the primary offensive weapons that the Holy Spirit will use to fight the enemy. The more you know, the more skillful you are in the word, the greater you are as a foe to your adversary. Amen? And so the Holy Spirit will speak through the scriptures to reveal his will for our lives. And in the time we need it most, he will always bring scriptures to our remembrance. Now, we might not be able to find the address of the scripture, but if we follow the lead of the Holy Spirit as you guys, we'll be able to quote that thing in context and use that scripture as a weapon against our enemy in whatever circumstance you may find yourself in. Amen? The Holy Spirit speaks through the Word because through the Word we can discern whether or not our desires come from Him. And here's why. Because the Holy Spirit will never prompt us or prod us to do anything that's contrary to what the Word of God says. If you believe that the Holy Spirit is telling you to do something, and it's not in alignment with the Word, that's probably not the Holy Spirit. That's probably one of those helly spirits. I'm just saying. <laughs> Here's the third point. He will guide you with his voice. Flip over to John 16. Father, this is a very simple yet practical word. Help us to receive it. John chapter 16, drop down to verse 12. So Jesus was saying to his disciples as he was discussing the role and the work of the Holy Spirit, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. But when the Spirit of truth comes, 
He will guide you into all truth. Why? For he will not speak of his own authority, on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will what? Whatever he hears, he will what? And he will declare to you the things that are to come. You've heard me say this. If I said it once, I've said it a thousand times. God is always speaking. The Holy Spirit is always speaking. And sometimes he's speaking little subtle, gentle clues. Other times he's speaking very, very loud and very clear. And I'm convinced more than I've ever been that there is no area of life that we are about to walk into that the Holy Spirit is not anxious to guide us in. Everything. Let me ask you this, because I, was, I, I had this happen to me like several times this week. Have you ever just spent time with God and you kind of feel like you're in that river, like you're just kind of flowing in the Spirit, and a thought will come to you, and you'll, you'll just you maybe move towards that thought and all of a sudden something will just happen. Maybe it's a person you was thinking about. And you move towards that thought and just before you can get to the phone, the phone rings and it's that person. You ever had that happen? Just thinking about you. Or you're getting ready to go home and the Holy Spirit tells you to go to the store. And so you go to your normal store, but you say, nah, nah, don't go to that store. Go to this store over here. So you go to that store over there only to find out in Nixle that an accident occurred the same time that you was traveling down that road. I'm telling you, man, sometimes the Holy Spirit gives us subtle clues about what's to come. He's always speaking. The question is, are we listening? And the other question is, are your ears in tune to how he speaks to you? I hear the Holy Spirit in an audible voice. Sometimes it's in my spirit. My spirit just bears witness to what he's saying. Other times I hear him in an audible voice. There are some people that have never heard the Holy Spirit in an audible voice. But they can walk out in nature and just be overwhelmed by the presence of God and God speaks to them through nature. How many people know what I'm talking about in there? He's always speaking. The question is, do you know how his voice sounds to you? He will show you things to come. He wants to show you things to come. I don't believe that this was just talking about, I don't think that Jesus was just talking about his death, burial, and resurrection. I believe that he was talking about the Holy Spirit that takes residence, up residence in us, that is to lead us and guide us into all truth. That mom, he says, I want to show you, Pauline, what's coming in your life. And you can walk so closely with me that I can show you step by step exactly what your life is, is supposed to look like. 
I believe he wants to show us those things. He wants to guide us. He's always speaking. Question is, are we listening? Because here's the fourth and really important point. He will guide us, but he won't control us. He'll guide us, but he won't control us. See, Jesus doesn't promise that the Holy Spirit will control us. He says that he will lead us and guide us into all truth. Okay. Everybody take out that phone. I just want to see. You all got your phone? Okay. I'm going um, to take up a collection and collect everybody's phone. Can I, can, I, can I have your phone? I see people putting it back. I see people just... Pelzetta gave me her phone. Can I have your phone, Connie? All right, I'm keeping them too. Can I have this phone, Mom? Yeah, but credit cards in this one. Look at this. Can I have this phone? Everybody, no, no, no. You guys give me your phone. But, but, but here, here's my point. Here's my point right here. Trust me, you trust me? I'm trustworthy. I'm going to talk about that in a minute. I am trustworthy too. That's why you guys gave me your phones. Although I have been known. No, I'm just joking. The moment I said to you, let me have your phone, I guarantee you something in your, something went off like, what? Why you want my phone? And, and here's why. Here's why. Because your contacts are in there. Your schedule's in there. Your email is in there. Your voicemail is in there. The very things that that phone has to guide you through your day you've come accustomed to. You need those things. If you've ever lost your phone, all of a sudden you want to call somebody, you can't even think of their name because the phone is smarter than us these days. It, it's true. The, the, phone is, the phone is smarter than us. And so our whole life is on that little bitty navigation system that can fail us at any time. <laughs> he can guide us, but he won't control us. Listen, our phones can our phones can control us, amen. I learned a value lesson a long time ago. A good friend of mine said it was Horace Bias. He 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 said he was never gonna get a phone, a cell phone. He said, I'm never, I'm never gonna get a phone. I ain't got no cell phone. Cell phone. I'm getting no cell phone. So his wife talked him into getting a cell phone. His wife talked him into husband love your wives, even as Christ loved the church. His wife talked him into getting a cell phone. And one day I was in his office and his phone was ringing upstairs. And Yvette said, Baby, your phone is ringing upstairs. He said, See, I'm not running all the way upstairs for no phone. Ain't no phone going to control me. That's a phone. I'll get to it when I get to it. They'll leave a message as they want to. I'm not going to let a phone control me. There are some people that feel that way about being led and controlled by the Holy Spirit. Oh, it's okay as long as what he's saying to me is something that I agree with or lines up with my desires. 
But the moment, the moment it's uncomfortable, see, I'm not going to be controlled by the voice of the Holy Spirit. And all of us are guilty. I can't tell you how many times I've missed a phone call from the Holy Spirit because I just chose not to answer or not to pick it up. Okay, I'll keep moving. <laughs> okay, here's another point I'll make. How many of you have navigation systems on your phone? Almost everybody? Have you ever, like, not followed the navigation system? And, yeah, and it, yeah, and it tells you, tells you it's 700 feet, turn left, and you missed your turn, right? And then, and then, and then it tells you, what does it tell you? Yeah, recalculating. Take a, at this street, take a U-turn, right? Or on the next street, take a left or right, right? Right? Have you ever had your phone tell you, turn left, turn left, see you are an idiot. You can't even follow directions. I'm trying to lead you and you won't, I'm not saying anything else to you. Look, we don't have those on our phones yet. <laughs> but the, uh, trust me, it's probably coming, right? But here's the thing. The Holy Spirit is not going to control our lives like that. And he's not going to leave us if we make a mistake. If we decide we want to keep going, he's not going to stop us from, keep, from going. But he will still try to provide guidance. Hey, you missed that turn, Roger. Turn around. Come back. Oh, you're supposed to take a left. I'm still with you, Barbara. But you need to turn around in the next turn. He promised he would do that. He said he'd be with us. There are times that I wish the Holy Spirit would take control. Like sometimes when I'm tempted with something. Or maybe like yesterday when I knew that I should have been staying in God's word, but it was so hard. Yesterday was so nice outside. I didn't yield to the temptation. I didn't ride my bike. I really wanted to. I did take my, my grandson on a little ride, but didn't interfere. You get the point. Sometimes life would be easier if the Holy Spirit would just take control of our life, but he won't. He's our guide. He's not our controller. We have a choice. Every one of us have the ability to choose to follow his leading. So as a result of our choice, we are responsible for the choices that we make, the words that we speak, the actions that we take. We're responsible. When we know what the will of God is and we don't follow his will, when we resist the Holy Spirit, that's when we grieve him. Especially as it relates to things that he's speaking to us about our flesh and how we deal with our flesh and how we deal with others. 
in our flesh. That's what Paul warns us about in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 17 through 32. He says, hey, when we gratify our selfish desires, we grieve the Holy Spirit. But it's a choice. He's there to guide. He'll never control us. Here's my fifth and final point. He's a trustworthy guide. He is the spirit of truth. Everybody say truth. There are a whole lot of false spirits out there. And they will lead you and guide you into a bunch of things that are untrue. But the Holy Spirit will lead us and guide us into all truth. He'll help us to discern between what is true and what is not. What's wise and what's foolish. What's the best for our lives or what's just simply in God's permissive will for us. What's okay. And something else the Holy Spirit will do as he guides us, and he will help us to undo the things that we have learned that were false and give us the right perspective on the right decisions that we need to make. That's his role. We read earlier in Psalms 139. That's a psalm for each one of us. And what David was saying in that psalm is that God is concerned about every single detail of our life. The Holy Spirit is concerned about every single detail of our life. He's concerned about every decision we'll make in life. And each day we're faced with all kinds of decisions, aren't we? And some of the decisions aren't really clear in Scripture. Scripture doesn't tell us everything to do. What job should I take? Should I date this person? Should I marry this person? How much money should I budget for vacation? On and on and on. We're inundated with the details of life. And as we're faced with life's challenges and choices, the Holy Spirit is there to guide us through them. And he'll give us the discernment that we need to make decisions, whether they're great big decisions or little small decisions. And I'd say this, the more sensitive we are to his voice, the easier it's going to be for us to discern his will. The easier it's going to be for us to follow his guidance. The more confident we'll be in hearing his voice and being obedient the first time. And when we're familiar to his voice and we get used to following his lead, listen to me, our ability to make decisions under his guidance will be easier and easier and easier because we can see that he's trustworthy. He's a trustworthy God. I want to end with this. I, I found it interesting. It's a quote out of a book that I read by Pastor Tom Elliott. And it's called Guided by the Holy Spirit. And in his book, he makes this statement. Listen to this. Consider this. The Holy Spirit is omniscient. He's all-knowing. He can't think of something that he's never thought of before. Nothing has ever just occurred to the Holy Spirit. 
You have one living in you who knows everything that there is to know about everything. And he's committed himself to be your guide. Now, if the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit and he lives in you and I, then why not ask him any and every question? There is no question he cannot and will not answer for you. Watch this now. In his time. In his time. Is there something you need to know about yourself? Is there something you need to know about your life? Is there something you need to know about your relationship with God or your relationship with others? Everything you need to know can be tapped into if you understand how to follow the guidance of the Holy Spirit who makes his home in you. And I said it before and I'll say it again. He is eager to guide you into the life that God has for you, that he's already planned for you before the foundation of the world began. That's his role. 